Welcome to the Fortress of Comicude podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Mary. And I'm Kylie. And this feels like deja vu, but we are here to do a creator-focused episode. It's a monthly show we do where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket and we talk about him for an hour. And Mary, who are we talking about this Gerard week? Gerard Way. Gerard Way, writer of Doom Patrol and from the Young Animal uh, imprint and the Umbrella Academy, which you may have seen on Netflix recently. Yes. And other things. Yes, yes. Kylie did a book. The Killjoys, it was a sequel to one of their albums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that Young Animal stuff. It was I like think the secret life oh, yeah, of the Killjoys. And and he didn't like write that. all of them, but that was his It was imprint. his, yeah, it was yeah. his, his uh, um, offshoot there. Also worth noting, he is the, the front man of a very successful band, My Chemical Romance, um, which most comic creators aren't, so I guess it's worth mentioning. Mary? Yeah. Are you a fan of My Chemical Romance? Uh, I know the Black Parade song. I can't say that I'm a fan. I don't. I don't really know them. And when I pulled out Gerard Way's name, uh, or you pulled it, I don't remember. Yeah, you didn't know. Who I didn't was. know who he was. Okay. So I know Kylie's that's not a good. My Chemical Romance. No, thing. that's. I. You know, it's it's that age thing where you know, like your parents are like this is <laughs> she, just noise, yeah. and you're like, I'll <laughs> never be like that. You know what? The no, old man's you, coming you out and Kylie. You do. You get old, and you're like, what the fuck is this stuff? <laughs> Dude, yeah. I feel like I'm already getting there. That's what sucks. Like, it already blows. <laughs> My Chemical Romance was that band that she didn't like, but the cute girls that you liked, liked. So you had to kind of just go along with it. So you're saying school. I wasn't cute? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a band in high school that a lot of girls were into. So you were like, yeah, man, I'm down with My Chemical Romance. You're never going to listen to that shit on your own time, but it's kind of like, you know, we just kind of go along with it. Yeah. yeah. I remember when he first started getting into comics and all that and it's um he's actually had quite he, a bit of success he'd been, he'd been doing it for a while i mean he's been a comic fan since he was young mm-hmm. he is literally only three years younger than i am is he really yeah. really when yeah, i, when I, I was kind of uh we, we had we yeah, had he looks uh, pretty good then, we had animal issues last night so we were at the vet for young the, animal prob- issues? No, yeah there you <laughs> go. no we were at the vet for like four hours in the emergency room waiting just oh, for them geez, to see our fun. animal so that's why i was just bring the book doing, with you i took the book with me i had the wikipedia <laughs> i was looking up all sorts of stuff so. oh, okay right on um the, these episodes are basically divided into two sections the first part is going to be mary's going to give us kind of a 101 history on gerard way as far as at least his career in comics and stuff goes talk about some of the stuff he's worked on and then the other half is basically kind of like a book report section that we do where each of us have picked a work that he has done and we're going to kind of just review uh that and then at the end of the episode we're going to draw another name out for next month's episode so yes. mary if mm-hmm. you would tell us a little bit about gerard way because i don't know next to anything other than when he was a young boy his father took him into the city to see the marching band okay well you're gonna have to wait a minute <laughs> you're gonna have to wait a minute because i have a surprise for you guys oh okay okay all right so close your eyes so you don't see me is Gerard Wake listening to the door? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Wouldn't that be like the coolest shit ever? He's like, after we just said we didn't like his band that much. All right, Tyler, close your eyes. The listeners can't tell if they close it. But I can tell. Okay. Holy shit. Oh, beautiful. And they're good big ones, too. Yes. Holy shit. Yes, I got Holy the big shit. ones. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, 
this doesn't work in an audio form, but just so you guys know, Mary gave us uh, coffee mugs with the new Fortress of Comicude logo printed on them. They're very nice mugs, actually. Yes. They're heavy, too. Yeah, very nice. I bought three. <laughs> I'll say, I would hope you got yourself one. Because I know we all like coffee. So. Yes, we do all like this coffee. This is the, the one time I didn't bring coffee tonight. This is like yes, the only mug surprised. that I ever want to use now. That makes me feel like legit. And it's really nice. It's not like a decal or anything. It's like yeah, it's, it's like actually like on there, mm-hmm. on there. It's, it's like it's like if we had like a if this is like a legit like YouTube like talk show podcast. These are like the mugs that our guests would exactly. drink. Yeah. Like, yeah, very much so. It says like Stephen Colbert on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So thank Mary, you. That is awesome. Yes. yes. Please tell us about Gerard Way, okay. the singer of My Chemical Romance, okay. writer of Doom Patrol, creator of uh, Penny Parker, and the Umbrella Academy. Don't act like you know that. <laughs> I told you that. You did? <laughs> <laughs> well, not the Umbrella Academy part, but the Penny Parker. See, look, he's I got everything going on. Like, Penny Parker just won an Oscar and into the Spider-Verse. I, I, Gerard I, Way, he's just like, I told, I told Aaron while we're sitting there waiting for the, the vet, like, hey, that, the, yeah, yeah. That, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Gerard Way was born April 9th, 1977 in Belleville, New Jersey. Belleville? Belleville. I don't know. He looks really good, actually. I, I didn't think he was... Up- he does look Yeah, really no, good. I was yeah. kind of... When I, when I saw the date, I was like, really? Yeah. I guess that's what happens when you're a singer. I don't know. He's done a lot of drugs. <laughs> I was going to say... Yeah. I was like, I don't I think that's know. what happens when you're a singer. I think you age <laughs> Listen, I don't faster know when oh, you're... Okay. You didn't wiki as much as I did then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the section called drugs. I didn't, I didn't wiki much. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, as we know, he's a singer, songwriter, musician, uh, and a comic book writer. Uh, he has also won an award. Uh, only one for, well, for the comics. I was going to say. I don't know about the music. must have really sucked that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the music. I didn't really put that in there. Um, so he won an Eisner Award in 2008 for Apocalypse Suite for uh, Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. So, and then I have some characters created by. So we already mentioned Penny Parker. Um, also the spider. And yeah. I guess that's Penny's father. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's, um. Uh... The the spot yeah because she's in like the year like twenty one something whatever and it's like yeah like the spirit of her dad and the robot or something whatever. I don't remember how it is yeah, yeah. It I honestly didn't read any of the Spider Verse tie ins which is where she comes from but they go over it in the Spider Verse movie so it's like kind of briefly I'm like okay that's that's about as far as I go on yeah. that um he created a lot of the Earth fourteen five hundred and twelve characters basically all and so that's like Mysterio's another Mysterio on that Earth. Or, oh, it's like alternate yeah. versions Alter- of alternate versions. characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then he also created some characters for Doom Patrol. He created Cassie Brink. Uh, I don't know who that is. That um, is the main character from Doom Patrol. Okay. His, his... The main character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, you read it, so you yeah. know. Uh, and then the Milkman and Violet Page. He created those characters um, as His well. name is Milkman Man. Milkman Man. Really? really? Yes, it's Milkman <laughs> Man. We're going to get into that. Yes. <laughs> I actually did have it written Milkman Man, but I forgot yeah. to say man. Yeah, not Milkman. Milkman Man. Milkman Man. <laughs> I saw a picture of him. It was interesting. I'm like, was well, that, that's a Milkman. He's the homogenized version of Superman. Oh, We're going to okay. get there. Homogenized <laughs> version. <laughs> um, I have notable works is Doom Patrol and Umbrella Academy. Those oh, are, yeah. I mean, those are definitely the... The top. Oh, yeah. For him. 
before I get into talking about his comics, uh, I have that he first began singing in the fourth grade when he was in Peter Pan in a school musical. When he was Peter Pan in a school musical. I was going to say, was he musical. Peter Pan? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a pixie. <laughs> he, um, he also loved his grandmother a lot, and she was a great creative influence and taught him how to sing, paint, and perform. Okay. So then at the age of 15, I have, uh, he was held at gunpoint uh, oh, at one point in his life. And he said, he, he said, quote, um, I got held up with a .357 Magnum. 357, baby. 357. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, a point I don't know. .357. <laughs> I don't know guns. I don't know guns. He had a gun pointed. <laughs> he had a gun pointed to his head and he was put on the floor execution style. Um, and that made him really... Uh, Sad. 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 Scared. Sad. Um, Soiled? Did I was going to say, did he soil himself? <laughs> I don't know. That's not the So he graduated from high school in 1995, I believe. Yeah, high school. And then he decided to pursue a career in the comic book industry first, apparently. Oh, really? Um, he attended the School of Visual Arts in New York City, and he graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in 1999. Okay. Yes. So that's what I have. Uh, so the 1990s. I thought we were already in the 1990s. We are. We are. <laughs> okay. Because he graduated in 95. <laughs> yeah. He graduated in 95. But for his career for comics, that 1990s, um, he, his first attempt at writing a comic book was at the age of 16 in 1993. He wrote a book series called On Raven's Wing. On Raven's Wings, published by Hart D. Fisher's Bonyard Press. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I, I yeah. when I read this, I'm like, I've never heard of that. And then when I when I went further, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Yeah, because it lasted two issues before. Yep, they only went two under. issues. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and then um, in case you're wondering, he was credited as Gary Way. <laughs> Instead of Gerard Way, it's Gary That's Way. Pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we skip to the 2000s, and I start in 2007. Do you have anything before that, like that you know? Not Kylie? really. No, just okay. basically what you said about that. His first comic work that didn't they didn't even finish the story because. Okay, this is where he started writing uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, the first issue was on Free Comic Book Day. Apparently, was it that? When did Umbrella Academy come out? Mm, he began writing. Oh, okay. So I didn't think it was that old. Yeah. Well, he began writing. I don't know. It's been it says Apocalypse Suite was first released by Dark Horse Comics on their free comic book day issue on May 5th, 2007. Yeah. It's okay. Old. Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds about right. I was going to guess about 10 years or so since the first. Okay. Which is pretty crazy. That would have been like right at the height of like uh, My Chemical Romance, too, because they were, it was like right about that 2005, 2006. Well, the reason I skipped this, so many people really were hard. buying this comic book. The reason I skipped it was because of the hype of My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to read this book. I don't care. With, with all due respect to, to the band and everything, whether it's your jam or not, that whole Black Parade thing was like a movement. I mean, it was like, it was a legit thing, especially like, me and Mary being in the age group we were in, like, and my junior high and my huge. high school. I mean, that was that was a fucking thing, yeah. dude. It was. It was huge. Um, I have that the first time that he wrote it, he 
uh, did the story and he illustrated the original version. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he brought on Gabriel Bob to read and he redrew the art for I the first volume. Drew. I didn't know he was an artist. Took, she just went over this. <laughs> I didn't know, like, got his degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, when I read about him, I was like, oh, he's an, he, you know, no, not dissing on the musicians because I play guitar. I like, I love music. But when I read this, I'm like, oh, he's a legit artist. Okay, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a real artist. <laughs> he's not one real of those drummers or something. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> um. <laughs> So the free comic book day issue was not like the first official one that was like an introduction. The first official one was in September of the same year. And then it sold out and went into a second printing. Like Kylie said, uh, people were buying it a lot. Um, I say perfect time because yeah, it was that was like right at the the height of their of that band's popularity, so that was really well timed on his part. And then the next installment of the series Dallas? Is that the next one? That's the second one. The second one. Wasn't that a TV show from the 80s? Yeah. Yes, this Um, this one has to do with the assassination of JFK. Yes. Oh, Oh, yes, because Umbrella Academy is in a world where JFK was not assassinated. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the second series was released November 26, 2008. Has the third one come out? third one is they're like three or four issues in yeah, oh, okay. i say it just started yeah, yeah right okay yeah so back in 2008 there was speculation that he uh was working on it but nothing had been done so um it's just taken a while apparently to get out and he was they were he was talking what i what i came across was he was talking about two new umbrella academy series with some one shots in between mm-hmm. yeah like back to back he wanted to oh, okay. get this stuff out yeah and it was gonna be um like flashback issues and stuff. yeah yeah so, Way and artist Sean Simon and Becky Clunan. Clunan, yeah. I was didn't know how to say that. Thank you. Uh, they created another comic book series. Uh, that's the True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Um, that's a great title. I won't even lie. I don't know yeah. anything about the book, but that's a great title. Yeah. I don't really have much about it. That's really what uh, from I what I gathered because I because I remembered when I was reading Doom Patrol. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there was that book. I could have read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I read up on it, it's a sequel to one of their concept albums they they had done. Oh, okay. And I like concept albums or anything, but I'm like, oh, maybe I if I'm not familiar with it's like trying to read the Coheed and Cambria stuff, I guess, because yeah. it's all based on their albums. It's I think it's kind of in that vein. It's, Yes, so the first... There to be a lot of transition from music to comics, huh? Quite yeah. a few of them take a shot at comic books. Sorry. So the first look at the True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys was released in the 2013's Free Comic Book Day. Actually, I do have, like, a paragraph about it. Following the aftermath of the first battle wage during Danger Days, True Lives of the Fabulous Killboys... Killjoys? Killboys? I don't know what the I'm saying. <laughs> the Killboys. Um, the Killboys. <laughs> <laughs> The group's followers have kept in the desert while better living industries continues to strip citizens of their individuality. Individuality. Blah, I can't talk. <laughs> Only the girl, the sole survivor of the original Killjoys, can help stir up the fight or join the masses in their mindlessness. So it's like a chosen one kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, so 2013, they said that they were starting. They will be working on part three of the... Umbrella Academy is what I have in here. And then I don't have too much else except for... Oh, 2014, um, it was announced that Way was going to join the Marvel Universe by writing for the alternate universe Spider-Man uh, for Penny Parker and them. So, 2014, he started. 
Yeah. They, they were him. they were tying issues for Spider Verse. Yeah. Yes. Did he do when they did the last one? Did he do an issue for Spider Spider-Geddon? Not that I saw. No. I wouldn't be surprised. I stared clear of all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I. That's all I have for his comic book career. I don't know if you guys you don't have know any, any of the young animal stuff. Mm-mm. Okay, that was a pretty big deal. It so. was really yeah. hard to find stuff. I all all the sites wanted to talk about was his music. Yeah, yeah. I, really I did come across talk. that when I hit this era, like Doom mm-hmm. Patrol and stuff. I got these like this this uh, section needs. Yeah, expansion. I'm yeah. like, oh come yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what I was getting. Just speaking <coughs> from just speaking from memory is probably about 2016 or so. Uh, DC launch. It was right around the time they launched Rebirth, but it was a separate, it's a little after, a little bit after. Yeah. Okay, but right around that time period that they launched a Young Animal imprint, which they basically gave Gerard Way his own little corner. They they were never specified to be out of continuity books, but they were kind of in their own little space where they could be, and there was like. And all of them were, I didn't read really any of these, but a lot of them were really well received critically, at least. Yeah. I don't know how well they sold, but there was like Shade the Changing Woman, yeah. Doom Patrol, Mother Panic. Cape Carson. Yeah, and Droadway either, he wrote at least two or three of them. I know them, he, did, he, he did Cave Carson and he did Doom Patrol. And But he kind of oversaw the whole line. It was really kind of his thing. And it's really kind of a bummer. I'm not necessarily blaming it all on him because I know he's a musician and he's probably busy, but it's kind of a bummer that he kind of fucked that up because it's gone. Young Animal basically was a failure. It's it's because it took him two years to get 12, 12 issues, issues of Doom Patrol yeah. put out. And the books, all of them were received really well and had great reviews, but they took so long to come out that basically the line just died. And that's a bummer because that's a really good position that he was in for like one of the big two publishers to kind of like give him the reins like yeah. here this is your vehicle kind of do with it what you want and i think i would have liked to have seen it do more and especially because when something like that doesn't succeed it probably makes companies like dc less willing to try the more abnormal stuff because i mean all that young animal stuff was kind of the weird shit and mm-hmm. it's like well okay well we tried it and it didn't work so now they're gonna kind of go back to more of the safer shit so kind of a bummer but you know <laughs> so that's gerard way Yes. Not a not a whole lot to talk about, but he's he's got to... I know, um, like I was telling you before, I know Umbrella Academy is like a cult book. People love that book. Um, and people seem to be liking the show. I haven't heard anybody say it sucks or anything. No, I've, I've heard people that don't even know anything about comic books, really. You know, maybe mm-hmm. whatever movies they go see that have yeah. watched this show and... They're shocked I haven't seen it yet because they're like, you you like comic books and you haven't watched this? Like, I like no, I'll, I'll get books. to it. I'll get to it. It's but really I haven't good. heard anything bad about it. It's so funny to me when people say, well, you like comic books. It's like, do you know how many comic books there are? Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like you, you, you wouldn't say that about any other medium. Like, you like movies, right? You, you've you seen every movie that's ever been made. Like, no, yeah. obviously not. Like, Yeah, I worked with a couple of kids who, this is back when Smallville was a thing, and they were just flabbergasted that because because i because i read read comic books that i was not watching smallville i'm like Mm -hmm. that's just not my thing i'm sorry smallville was fun for a little while went on way too long and eventually kind of like just spun its wheels for a little while but i mean smallville has its place for being what it was at Mm. the time that it was you know i mean to have a show come out at that time and be able to stay on the air because usually superhero tv shows like network tv shows didn't last so I mean, Smallville got ten seasons. It's pretty. That's pretty ridiculous. Still, it's still the longest running 
comic book TV show, but I think Walking Dead's going to beat it because they're really close. Yeah. Um, and even Arrow, I think, has got to eight seasons so far, so they're not too far behind it either. But, I mean, ten seasons is a hell of a run on TV. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Long time. Yeah. All right, so let's move into some book reports. Um, book I'm, reports? Book, yep, book reports. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first. I read Milk Wars, which was the Young Animal DC uh, crossover, uh, which features the JLA, the Doom Patrol, Shade the Changing Woman. It was kind of all of the Young Animal stuff with the JLA. Okay. Um, but, I mean, the, the Doom Patrol are kind of front and center for a good a good chunk of it. Um, the, I was trying to think of like words to kind of describe this book. And the only one that really just comes to mind is just like bizarre. And it's, <laughs> and it's a bummer because it's one of those things that like if it feels weird for the sake of weird, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel weird. That's earned. And, and that's, yes. <laughs> and that's really the bummer, especially because as you read through it, it's like, I really get the feeling that there is something deep. There is something profound in here somewhere. But it's so buried under just so much nonsense, like just ridiculousness. It sounds, sir, like you read Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> and and Milk Wars was co-written by a few other people. Majority of it was written by Steve Orlando and Gerard Way. The, it was those two guys together that. I mean, there's a couple other people that worked on the book because it was a crossover event. But um, basically, there's a company called Retcon, which is kind of clever, <laughs> that is trying to homogenize the DC universe purify i guess if you will with this milk that they have that they're delivering to people and so you get homogenized versions of batman superman and now the dc universe comic wise or like in the comics the dc universe they're trying to do yeah like yeah like the 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 current universe they're trying to like cleanse okay because i mean from what i read in mine (laughs) it could be like they're talking about the comic book universe in a comic book. I mean, it, it's, oh god, it, yeah, it, it might be. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm someone that reads a lot of Grant Morrison stuff, and I found this hard to grasp mm-hmm. a lot of it. And like I said, you, you could tell there really was something that they were trying to do, but it's just so lost. It's it's like there's something in here somewhere, but it felt like they were. Uh, I, I'm someone that complains about Tim Burton movies a lot, not because I don't think he's talented or anything, but sometimes it feels like. There's not a reason for shit to be odd. It's just odd because he yeah. wants it to be. And it's yeah. like, no, it has to come from an organic place of, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how this book really feels to me. It's like they wanted, like, that was step one. Like, hey, make it weird and then come up with the story secondly. You know what I mean? And it's just, just really bizarre stuff. And it's one of those things where it's like, you, I have to, I had to reread parts of it constantly because I'm just like, I don't even know what I just read. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you get like a homogenized version of Superman called Milkman Man, which is kind of fun. Um, Frank quietly did all the covers for it, which is kind of cool. And there was like the, the Wonder Woman with the vacuum and the priest Batman and stuff. Um, priest Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman with the vacuum. Okay. Um, overall, I can't say I recommend it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just empty to me. It's, it, there's not enough there. It felt like in the beginning there was something there, but it's just, like I said, just lost underneath all of the randomness that, yeah, just bizarre, man. A weird, a weird book. So, Mary. Yes. You read Umbrella Academy. Yes. And you've also finished the Netflix series, The Umbrella Academy. Yes. So, um, if tell us about that and maybe also kind of tell us how they contrast or complement each other or however they're different. Okay. From your guys's um, 
like what you just said and the comments from Kylie about <laughs> Doom Patrol, I feel like I read the better book. That's why I wanted to pick him, bro. <laughs> I told you you could read it as well. Maybe he's just better with original stuff, creator own stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so I will say um, the book is really short. And the first arc of the book moves a lot faster than I feel like the show does for their first arc. Um, things happen very differently. Like Vanya, I don't. Do you guys know anything about the book? Yeah, give us kind of at least just like the synopsis for, for okay. the Umbrella Academy. So the Umbrella Academy is seven kids that were born out of these forty-three kids that were born on the same day, super-powered infants um, from mothers that they weren't pregnant. This when the day like began. This like a Straczynski book I read called Rising Stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the seven kids were adopted by uh, Hargreaves. Dr. Hargreaves? Let's see. What's his actual name? Anyways, they call him the Monocle a lot. Reginald Hargreaves. He's the chief from Doom Patrol. Sir yeah. Reginald yeah, Hargreaves, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the Monocle, which they call him the Monocle a lot in the book. So how, how they explain how the kids got their powers i feel like was explained better one of the kids got their powers better in the show than in the book in the book it was very like abrupt and it was like basically they were throwing a temper tantrum and i didn't really care for that i was like really like you're you shouldn't be throwing a temper tantrum about this (laughs) um in the book it was a lot better um more realistic i guess and so they all but the arcs follow the same thing where the end of the world is coming and they need to stop it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to go into too much detail because it I might ruin something. I mean, and the show is still so new and yeah. also people might want to go check out the book too. But yeah, um, I don't know how involved he was. I do know Gerard Way is listed as an executive producer on the show, but executive producer is kind of a title they just That could give. be the guy who sits back and rakes in money. Exa- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know if he was involved. I don't know if he was there at yeah. all. I don't know. Um. I'm sure he got a good chunk of money for it, so good for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will say I like um, Pogo. He's a monkey that's in the book and in the show. He looks really good. They did yeah. a really good job. I did see some of the clips of that when you were watching it because I was kind of in talk? and out of it. Yeah, he, he talks talk like a person. Talks like, like a like person, a dude. He's like full. Yes. Oh yeah, he's like, like in a suit and everything. And he's like a fully realized like CG like monkey, dude. He looks good. Like <laughs> like Netflix spent some money on that. Nice. I was um, impressed. <laughs> Also, the show, I feel like they explained the characters and their personalities better than in the book. Like you said, maybe it's a little more drawn out. It doesn't move as quickly. I think so. I think so. So I felt more... How many episodes is the show? Ten. Okay. Versus Um, how many issues is in the first trade? Six. Okay. I think about that. Okay. So they're both good in their own way. Uh, If you had to pick one, um, the better version. Probably, probably the show. Okay. Um, also, I haven't finished the whole the books the books that are out. Mm-hmm. So, like in the show, you're also introduced to characters that you didn't meet in the books yet if you only read the first volume. Yeah. So um, that's fair. Did you like it enough to want to read the second volume? Yeah. Would you I'll, recommend it? Yeah. Yeah, I would recommend the book definitely. It moves a lot faster, and like I said, if you're gonna if you want to read it after watching the show, it's very different than the show. Okay. Um, like number five is uh, a lot more bloodthirsty. I feel like in the in number the book f- number five. Number five. 
Kylie, tell well, us about it. We got a shameless plug story. really quick. Oh, okay. Yes. This the show has done so well that these books are they are sold out. They're out of print. They're, so we're waiting <laughs> on new printings at this point. I was lucky enough to get an order in before they were gone. So at the store I work at, the nerd store, shameless plug. That's right. Um, Tuesday, we're getting two copies of each in. So we're thinking about, should we have like gladiator fights over these? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know how long. Um, they're not, I don't think it's going to be like Marvel where you don't know. I was there today and there was two people that both came in asking for it. We've had a lot of people asking. So, so when I, what, so when I saw that we have two of each, I'm like, that's not nearly enough. Yeah, but Charles, that's said all we're Charles said they've been selling very well the last yeah. couple weeks, which is good. I mean, that's what you want, right, from the show. And I a, feel Dark Horse will... will Kick it in gear a little bit more than like Marvel. God, I hope so. They don't have Push anything else to out. print. They keep losing their exactly. licenses. For exactly. All they have is Hellboy and Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. Though. So, oh, we're out of this. Well, let's go to another printing. Let's get this yeah, out. All right. So mine was Doom Patrol. Um, I'm actually going to try and do this without the notes because the notes <laughs> is it's, it's <laughs> weird. Um, okay. <clears throat> Nick Darrington drew it though, right? <laughs> I like him. Um, yes, yeah. No, no, the arts, the arts, really good. Yeah. I, I like the art. He did all the bad. covers for Mr. Miracle. Robot oh, which is, Man, which is why it looks so familiar. Seeing Robot Man, and I think Negative Man is that what it is? Yes, yeah. Negative yep. Man, and of course the Doctor in the wheelchair who Chief pops up like for these little interludes for a page each, and they're just weird things. <laughs> like you're like, what the hell was that? Are they the ones that are like? What are you up to? Like, what is this guy up to? Like, kind, kind of, like yeah. Okay. It's just like, this is what he's doing. Is it kind of the team you know? Robot Man, Negative Man, The Last Woman, and all that shit? No, no, no. It's it's pretty much Negative Man, Robot Man. Um, the rest are pretty much new. Um, Flex Mentallo is in this. Okay. I don't know if he was ever... I know of the character. I don't know if he was ever a member of the Doom Patrol. Um, no and then at the end of this book, the... Is her name Jenny? The... One of the multiple personalities, Crazy Jane. Crazy Jane, Jane. Crazy Jane. Um, I think she pops up at the end. Okay. Um, but for the most part, you know, they've introduced new characters okay. in this. No Elasta Woman at all. Uh, no. That's a bummer. No. Um, so it starts out. It's a ambulance driver and EMT. Um, her name's Casey Brink. Um, she can drive really fast and get there like before they're supposed to be there. She's, She's just really so awesome. Fast. And she keeps. It starts out. You think they're getting dispatch calls from the through the radio, and so they keep going to these things, and they're like, "Well, nothing's here. What's going on?" You come to find out later on that it's not the it, the ambulance that they're driving around. It is its is like its own entity, and okay. it has its own world inside of it, and it's connected to Casey. Uh, robot Robot Man comes about as they're sitting there on break after. After a deli- uh, delivery to the hospital, after mm-hmm. you know, after an emergency, um, and the her partner's eating a euro, and he's talking about like the universe and molecules and everything, and it kind of goes into the euro. You know, the panels go deep and deep into the euro, and shows like there's a universe inside of this euro. Mm-hmm. He throws it in the garbage, and a fly lands on it, and you're seeing like as if you're in the euro looking out, so you see this giant fly looking in, and. This, these people that are living in the Euro try to blow up the fly. The garbage can he has, has thrown it into, it just explodes and flies up. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, that's weird. What what this felt to me, the way it was just so weird, but people just accepted what was going on. It felt like a fever dream almost. Like okay. when you're having those weird dreams 
and you try to explain it when you've woken up and you're like, this doesn't make sense. But in the dream, it all makes sense. That's how this felt to me. Like people just accept the weird crap that happens. Mm -hmm. But that's where Robot Man comes from. He comes from this. He was in the little Euro universe, I guess. And he just (laughs) appears. I don't know how that (laughs) happened. Uh, But the, the ambulance calls them to wherever he appeared to, you know, wherever he came out of. They find him. He walks into the street and gets hit by a car and is just like obliterated. So she picks up all the pieces and takes him back to the apartment. Um, And then another character, I can't even remember her name. She comes. She has this roommate that is just kind of a bummer, kind of a guy. (laughs) Just like, I mean, they've only been living together for like three weeks. And he's like, where's the rent? Where's the rent? You should be making a lot of money Mm -hmm. doing your job. And Where's the rent? Yeah. Rent. So this girl comes knocking at the door and she's like a, like a singing telegram kind of a thing. And she blows the roommate up in front of this girl. Just like throws something at you. It's, it just obliterates him. And then she's like, oh, I guess you need another roommate. I'll, I'll take his room. And the girl is like just nonchalant about it. Like, oh, okay, I guess that's fine. The dude has been blown up in front of her and they're just not caring. And you get the idea that this she's sent there for a reason you know the, is it all a dream she, or something i don't <laughs> <laughs> but she puts she puts robot man back together while while casey's sleeping it just it gets it's just weird shit goes on like this for a while <laughs> uh, you come to find out that there's this these aliens uh the ambulance you find out the name is dan the it's danny the ambulance he's been other things over there he's been a cabana he's been a brick um yeah no yeah <laughs> thank you yes what is, what? The, is the thing um but he's taken the form of a ambulance at the at the moment and he is if you can when you enter his world it's called danny world and there's you find out he has become powerful enough that he can create people so he's did cre- he create robot man he did not um okay. but he created so he created casey you find out he created casey oh. but casey is, he is her father. a comic book character in Danny World. And okay. then he got so powerful that he was able to create. So he's created her in comic form in his own world, but now he's made her real. Like reality. In this yeah. other world. Exactly. My head kind of hurts. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. But there's these aliens. So is Danny God. The weird. <laughs> maybe? Okay. Well, he's God to um, Casey. Yeah, yeah. Um, the weird side story is there's a, a group of aliens. Okay. They're trying to find Danny because he can create people just like yes. out of, out of nothing. He's God. So they're trying to capture him. Uh, they're, they're opening like a burger restaurant across the galaxy and they need <laughs> him because of so they, they can are. harvest the people to get meat so they for the burgers so they built, they call him danny burgers is the okay. name of the restaurant so they chain. built it does he like burgers no Were they he's, he's, trying, he's, to, come he's visit? trying to stay away he's trying to get away from them so they can't use him basically. you, sure you okay, don't have so anything they, about him doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he so, did do drugs he so, went through the, the the programs and everything. so they built <laughs> so they built the burger place for other aliens to eat people but they didn't have the meat for people to eat that sounds like a bad business yeah exactly so they, they've hired this guy <laughs> not make this <laughs> torminox who's an evil version of it's it's Danny? casey's dad from the comic book okay okay so yeah right. he's out of the comic book they've hired him to track down danny the ambulance thing there's some inception shit yeah it's some weird stuff but basically at the end they get um they get negative man negative man has a whole weird 
thing going on with his story. So are the aliens in Danny's world or the real world? They're in the real world. Okay. The real comic the, world, the, not the comic yeah, the comic re- world. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. the real world. Basically, it gets down to the end that, so with her behind the steering wheel of Danny, because he can, he can go fast and he can, he can kind of travel through time, okay. but with her driving him, they can go really fast and they can go really far back in time. If she's, you know, helping control this. But she has to, like, put on a special mask and have this, I think they call it psycho gas or something. She has to breathe so she doesn't go crazy. So they decide they're going to go back in time before, because they get caught. They've destroyed, you know, they beat the crap out of this ambulance and they've captured him. They got him hooked up and they're they're destroying Danny World and getting all the people and grinding them up and all that. So is he in human form or in an ambulance form? He's still in an ambulance. He's in an ambulance this whole time. They do show a flashback of when he's a brick and they kill somebody with the brick and that's he's like that's when i changed and that's how i knew i had other powers after it's it, it, it's just it's weird because it somebody sense. used it's him to kill sense. the other person yeah, yeah yeah and this goes back to what tyler was saying there's like i feel there's a there's some depth to this definitely but there is weird it's thrown in muddled. just for weird sake i felt yeah. like this this could be good if you if the the weird stuff that's just in there maybe if they had a better editor that could maybe go through and like clean some of this shit up maybe. a little bit but i but i did feel i mean it definitely had had depth to it but like i said there is some weird stuff in there that i felt was just in there for the sake of being weird. Milk Wars was the same way. There's definitely some metaphorical shit going on here that's like, there's there's something profound in here. I just cannot find it. Um, it, I mean, they go back in time. All weird stuff happens. It's by the end of this, because I kept, I I mean, I kept, at one point I'm like, okay, this is almost uh, I'm a big David Lynch fan. It's almost has a Lynchian feel to it, but then the the really weird stuff would happen, and David Lynch is weird, but his is not weird for the purpose of being weird. It's just that's how he. That's it's more him. concise. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then I'm like, okay, now it's not so much that. Now it's it, I kind of kept switching. Oh, well, now it's kind of this. By the end of this book, I felt this would have been a really good late night Adult Swim cartoon series, probably really weird enough for something like that, an mm-hmm. animated show. At the end, I was kind of curious to read because it only is 12 issues. Uh, So I I went through the first six with this. I'm kind of curious to finish it, but I don't know how curious I am at this point. I don't. If someone came in the store and asked you, is Gerard Way's Doom Patrol worth reading? Would you say yes or no? I mean, I I guess you're trying to sell the book. I'd have to to pick their brain to see kind of what they're into, I guess, Mm -hmm. because it is... It is different. Like, Al, you know Alex. He's the gentleman yeah. who helps me with the holds. I'm surprised he liked it as much as he did. Oh, did Because I was like... He, and he even, he even said it was weird, but he mm-hmm. liked it. And I was like, okay, Alex got something from this. It was this. just enough good. weird for him. Yeah. If you're someone that maybe read and enjoyed the Morrison stuff, is this Then something? probably. Okay. I would say probably. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad Sounds if there's like any. Sounds like it's very hit and miss. Yeah, I feel bad if there's any fans. I feel like we've just been shitting on Gerard Way for... A, for a, it's like... But I mean, we're just giving honest reviews, you know. It's like this is is what it is, and yeah, like I said, when we when you said this is what we were doing this week, I'm like, I I don't even know. I mean, that's that's some <laughs> some of the fun of these, man. I don't know where to start. Uh, so. just, it does not make sense. <laughs> that's why my gut reaction was Umbrella Academy because that's kind of, kind of like yeah. Not necessarily mainstream. It's probably the more popular of his thing. And but that's it is, purely is, his. It's more a, of a cultish kind of a yeah. following to it. I think you may like Umbrella Academy if you read it. Um, it's 
it has the weird, but I didn't feel like it was too weird. Like, I was able to still follow along, and I wasn't, like, questioning things. I I, li- I did like Doom Patrol enough. Don't okay. don't get me wrong. I, I It was just, it was really kind of like, there's just so much going on that they're not explaining any backstory. Gotcha. And I, I've never been a person that really needs that, but there's just some, there's some stuff that was so weird that I'm like, okay, you need to explain that a little more. Yeah. You can't yeah. just throw that at me and go, yeah, that, and it's, that's It's that. crazy gotcha. too, because Doom Patrol lends itself to the weird, but it's almost like it's even still too weird for that. Yeah. And like, cause even Morrison's Doom Patrol is plenty weird. Mm-hmm. It's plenty out there, but it, I don't know. It's, it feels fairly focused to me. And I haven't read this, but I mean, just reading the Doom Patrol that are, that's in Milk Wars, it seems more or less the same. And, you know, like Morrison's Doom Patrol, like I said, it just it feels like it, it had a more cohesive idea of what it was doing when it, when you get to that twist and stuff that I'm not going to spoil because I have a feeling that's what they're going to do in the TV show. So I'm not going to say what it is, but it's like clearly Morrison had a plan and it was all kind of going where it was going. Like, this just seems like throwing shit at the wall almost like and i don't know yeah maybe maybe you're into the the off the wall shit more so than me but i don't know i mean like you take a book like lock and key or something which is very weird and very out there but it just feels way more earned it lock and key doesn't feel weird for the sake of weird like milk wars does no and and lock and key is definitely one that i can read and i feel um, it, it kind of like Saga, like the first issue of Saga when I read that, it was weird. But halfway through the book, I'm like, I'm down with this. I'm, mm. I'm, I got the galaxy we're in. I know the universe we're in, and I maybe it's because it. they're original characters, and not established it characters. Be. It could be, maybe. Anything else we should say on Droid Way before we go to weekly picks? Read Umbrella Academy. Watch yeah. Umbrella Academy. That's Listen what to I the have Black to say. Parade. Remember 2007. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember the good old days. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mary, tell us about Ice Cream Man number 10? 9? 9? 8. 11. It's 11. 11. Oh, 11. I don't know. 11. I want to <laughs> say it's I think 11. it's 10. Okay, fair enough. I think it's 10 because they, they do, they take a break after every four issues. So they did four and then they did eight and they took a break. And this is the second one since they came back. You have my, you have my copy. I'm pretty sure it's 10. Uh, it's one of those. It's, uh, the, <laughs> it's one of those. It's the Day of the Dead one. <laughs> w Maxwell Prince, yes. Martin Razzo. Yes, it was really good as well. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I dig ice cream. Oh, okay. It was really good. Did you another read book it? that's weird as shit. No, I haven't. Okay. I have not read the most current one. <laughs> but another book that's weird as shit. But it, it 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 doesn't feel you know what I mean shock value weird. It just feels weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Uh, the new issue of Ice Cream Man was really good. Really just. They just always kick it out of the park, even though half of the issue was in Spanish. You need a translator had, for it. And I had to use Google Translate. Oh, is, it, is it one like that where yeah. like they did that Deadpool issue that was on Spanish and you're yep. like, well, there's no translation at all. Yep. No <laughs> translation at all. I just used Google Translate. Just, it was fine. Just a big it middle was, finger to all the <laughs> white ass people like me buying that book. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, it was just still really good. You got more backstory of just what the ice where the ice cream man had been before and where Caleb had been before like and this is like old western times um i want to say yeah i think it's around the mexican american war that they were having the alamo i don't know it doesn't remember mention. the alamo it doesn't say okay <laughs> it doesn't say exactly but i'm going to say cuz it's old western time i think it's about that time okay so but that's really all it is and it's about a, a girl and she's 
getting married. Awesome. I won't say anything more. Half I've, of it's in Spanish, so <laughs> I can't remember half of it. I've been ma- making my way through the uh, making my way about that. Um, <laughs> I've been making my way through the Jeff Johns Green Lantern omnibuses. I'm in the last one now, and um, the last one collects uh, you know, like brightest day through the uh, the end of his run, which you know kind of goes to, into the new Fifty Two, and um, there there there's a point in about 2013 or so. Where I stepped away from comics for a year or two, and then I came back around the launch of Rebirth. So there's a good back half of oh, that. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't of, finish his yeah, run. Yeah, so oh. I'm finally starting to get to some of the newer stuff. And um, I remember a lot of the advertising and stuff for the uh, Rise of the Third Army story arc they were doing, but I never really got into all that. And I'm reading that now in the omnibus and really enjoying the shit out of it. And it's like I say, it's, it's fun because it's new to me now. It's like, Oh, this mm. is stuff that I didn't get to finish before. Nice. So, um, I'm going to recommend that the rise of the third army. So have you never film. read his very final issue? I've heard about uh, it. I'm excited to get there. You'll see when you read that, you'll maybe you'll understand why I just stepped away from green lantern after that. Cause I felt that's an ending. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything else. Awesome. Cause he, he did a good job. And just do yourself a favor and buy all three of those omnibuses, man, because that might be the greatest comic book run of all time. I'm, I'm, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm, 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 I'm serious. It, it might be like this, Jeff, this, Jeff Johns run on Green Lantern. I feel that's this is a t- coming from a guy who has not read Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you can make an argument for Preacher too. I'm just saying, like Jeff Johns run on Green Lantern is just one of those things. It's like, man. For a while there, for a good seventy something issues that he was on that book. I mean, just solid as shit. Yeah. So, Kylie, we got a weekly pick this week. I'm going with Naomi issue two. Nice. Um, Can't wait to read it and good. pick it next week. <laughs> yeah. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Bender exactly. Smiles friend. <laughs> they, uh, they answered enough and kept me wondering enough that, again, at the end of this issue, I'm like, I want the next issue. It <laughs> I'm just, excited to read that's it. That's just where it ends. Like, I don't the trust that mechanic guy. Like, no, and you won't in this one. <laughs> you <either>. won't. <laughs> you don't, and you shouldn't. <laughs> you really shouldn't. I, I don't know if he should or not, but there's he's still sketchy. Yes, going a little more. I think you're him. just judging somebody by how they look. Uh, probably <laughs> is the art as good in issue two? Is the same? Artist? I, I think it's the same artist. I I don't think it really. I mean, some of those Superman panels in that mm. first issue were just gorgeous um i love the look of that the art's book. still beautiful but there wasn't a panel that really jumped out to me like there there oh, were times right. i like i even flipped back and just just to like look yeah. at the picture again like, oh it's just kind of admiring it. yeah yeah awesome um all right so that that about does it here for us right yeah no more Way stuff no more weekly picks Okay, well, we're going to get out of here in a second, but before we do, we got to make sure we plug the Nerd Dome podcast, which is the other podcast that Kylie is on, and make sure you guys are following us on social media everywhere. We're going to draw the next uh, comic book creator focus episode. Um, we will have a Doomsday Clock episode finally next week, along with the Captain Marvel review. Are we sure? DC, yes. Are we yes, sure? because Gary Frank posted it on Twitter today oh, okay. that they got their comp issues and oh, okay. they, they always get them the week before release. So he had a, he had the book in his hand. I looked at the invoice. It exists. I, I remember seeing Umbrella Academy on there, but I didn't. I didn't consciously look for Doomsday Clock, so I couldn't um, tell you for sure. The next issue's already been delayed. Doomsday Clock Ten's already Fuck been. Fuck you. It just got delayed. <laughs> <laughs> it's still as of right now because it was supposed to come out at the end of March, mm. so it was supposed to be like March fucking fifth. 
for nine and then the end of March for ten. You're like, okay. Now it's been pushed back to like the first week of April and you're still like, okay, that's yeah, a good one. That's a good one. We'll get that one about May. <laughs> get eleven around June, July, and then maybe the last one in September. January. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be that. It'll be like so, two podcasts for you guys next week. Cut the Marvel review and Doomsday Clock number nine review. So basically It'll be a fun good. week. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, I do want to plug. I did, um, I did create these, and they are for sale. On let's see, it's zazzle dot com forward slash foc podcast one word, um, and that's zazzle z a z z l e. Okay, I just we, we will something through zazzle for my yeah. parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary. Yes. We will post some pictures of these mugs, also with a they link. Are gorgeous, yes. yeah, I love the. So I got you guys the we got the fifteen ounce, but I also did an eleven ounce. Okay, if you want, it's more like a teacup. Yeah, a little a teacup. Little, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would call it. <laughs> um, um, do you know also, how much they are? Uh, I think these big ones were like. 17 plus the shipping okay so a little expensive for the big one um the smaller one was like 11 um but they always have like some kind of promo going on where yeah, you get like 15 percent off like or something 15 percent off um so and then also if anybody wants like a tumbler where for like water for like cold drinks we mm-hmm. could do that as well i would just need to know Cool. So we'll post a link up and we'll post the pictures of these mugs because yeah, they actually they're, they're turned very, out. They're sharp. They're yeah. black on the inside, white outside with yeah, the, the black logo. It's, the, what, the white and black. It yeah, works. Yes. That's, 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 awesome. that's pretty sweet. Yes. And you have the uh, option to actually pick like different colors for the inside. I just picked black because I, I like it. I think the white and black's perfect. Yeah. I wouldn't change it at all. So. Kylie, if you would do the honor of, I got the oh, bucket shit. here of choosing the next. You got a lot in there. There's, There's quite a, a few. Lot. Wow. There's quite a few. Come on, Demetrius. <laughs> and the next one is Graham Moore's. Oh, David Finch. Oh David shit. David Finch. Okay. David okay. Finch, artist. Who dat? Artist. What? Who? Uh, what? Well, you got <laughs> a month learning. to learn about it. Yep. That's right. David Finch is. <laughs> that is most of the creators the, that he picked. <laughs> is he even doing anything as of lately? Because he's he oh, launched that Batman run with Tom King, but I haven't seen him do anything since then. Yeah, I haven't seen him do anything for a while. Um, he's one of the best, man. He's good. I love his art. Yeah, uh, he draws a hell of a Batman. Yep. <laughs> he draws a fuck out of a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, time flies almost as fast as Superman. This podcast is almost over. Thanks so much for downloading and checking us out this week. The podcast is available basically everywhere podcasts are available. Um, we're going to be back here next week with Doomsday Clock and Captain Marvel, so be prepared for you know, probably multiple hours of us in your ear holes next week. Yes. So, yeah. Until next time, my name is Tyler. <laughs> I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. When I was, when I was. <laughs>